welcome to another episode of Fantastic Geeks. And where to find them? I am Boise Boise. And for today's episode, we are answering all of your Harry Potter questions. Yes, that's right. This episode will be filled with all Ravenclaw riddles and questions from you guys, our Fantastic Geeks. And remember to submit your Harry Potter-related question for a Ravenclaw riddle. Email us at fantasticgeekspod at gmail.com. And in the subject line, we would love it if you put your Hogwarts house. So if you're a Slytherin, sending in a riddle, title it Slytherin Riddle. If you're a Hufflepuff, say Hufflepuff Riddle, etc. But like, if you if you're not sure entirely what your house is, don't worry about it. Yeah. Just just put it as a normal riddle. That's fine. Yeah, because we we're just thinking we can maybe have some future episodes where we answer all riddles from the same house. We thought that might uh-huh. be fun. We have some ideas. Yeah. So, you know, just put your house in there so we know. But let's answer some riddles. Let's do it. Yeah. Jump into it. First one. This one comes from Olao Luapo, who says, Dear Brizzy and Tessa, I was wondering, who would you cast in a movie about the foundation of Hogwarts? Mm-hmm. Personally, I would cast Henry Cavill for Godric Gryffindor. Ugh. Emily Blunt or Ava Green for Weirina Ravenclaw, Emilia Clark for Helga Hufflepuff, and Tom Hiddleston for Salazar Slytherin. What do you think? Ugh, freaking Tom Hiddleston for Slytherin is so perfect. <laughs> I just love that so much. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, for me, I would... Mm, for Gryffindor, I think, like, Chris Hemsworth... Or right, someone a little more like beardy and yeah. blonde. Or yeah. like Taryn Edgerton. Oh no, you know who I want for Godric Gryffindor? Who? <laughs> I want Christopher Hivju Tormund from Game of Thrones. Oh my gosh, he's perfect. <laughs> he's such a Gryffindor. Yes. <gasps> He'd be perfect. He's like exactly what I picture as Godric exactly. Gryffindor. Oh my gosh, love that. Love that option. <laughs> Amazing. For... Ravenclaw, I was thinking, if we're thinking like Game of Thrones-y, I was thinking Natalie Dormier. Oh. She does like the perfect Ravenclaw look and face, and she would just like, she would be perfect. I just love her. Uh, Yeah. Um, Or like Kira Knightley. Okay. Yeah. Is kind of what I picture. Uh, I totally see Ava Green and Emily Blunt, how they said. Yeah. Um, And and Natalie Dormier. I I love, I love. I don't, mm. Do I have any other, like, big names in my head outside of that? I don't think so. Me? Is that, does that count? <laughs> uh, me? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, you or Natalie Dormier. One of them. I'm, I'm cool with either of those. Both those options are great for me. Um, and let's see. Hufflepuff, Lily James, or Janelle Monet. Ooh. For Hufflepuff. Wait, who's Lily James? She's the one that was Cinderella, I think, with oh, the eyebrows. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the eyebrows. <laughs> so I was like, we could either go like that way for Hufflepuff totally. or go like Janelle Monet Hufflepuff, mm-hmm. which might be fun. So that's you kind know what of... I want. I want like a young Octavia Spencer. Ooh, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that would be 
amazing. And then for Tom, uh, for Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> for Slytherin, for Salazar, I was thinking Tom Hiddleston or Adam Driver. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I just love my brooding boys. Like, I love my little evil brooding boys. You know who I want? Who? I want Charles Dance. Who <laughs> Tywin is that? Lannister. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just doing all these Game of Thrones actors. I mean, they work though. <laughs> that that kind of works too as yeah. Salazar. I, I mean, can obviously see it. younger to like match the rest of them. Right. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Benedict Cumberbatch would also <gasps> be great. But yes. I don't think he should have curly hair. He also like looks like a snake, so I think uh-huh, exactly. that works. Yeah. <laughs> I am snake. <laughs> uh, that is a great, great question. Next we have from Wyatt uh, asks, so I have a Ravenclaw riddle. What happens if your friend says that in order to be friends with them, you have to drop Harry Potter? What do you do? It would be a sign if you saw this, and I love your pod. Who on earth, like, what's going wrong in this other person's life? I know. That, like, this is their ultimatum? I know. Like, either Harry Potter or me. Hate that. Like, did you accidentally kill their dog because you were too busy reading Harry Potter or something? Like, I don't understand. (gasps) Right, right. Why that... What? Why not both? Like, why can't you still be friends and... I'm sorry. This sounds like a straight-up awful human. (laughs) I mean, I kind of get it if you are, like, talking about it constantly and then they don't like it or something. But still, that's still a little extreme. That's an extreme ultimatum. Like, you can still love Harry Potter and then maybe maybe they ask, oh, maybe not talk about it as much with me because I'm not interested in it. But... They shouldn't have to tell you to drop Harry right. Potter in your life. Right. Like, that's, that doesn't that's make too sense. Much. That's that's too much. You should never, like, change yourself or something that you really love no. because of someone else. Especially ever. something that, like, comes from such a, like, love-focused yeah. place and creative place and fun. Like, there's nothing negative right. in there. So, right. Uh, right. And I, especially I would drop means- this person. <laughs> Not Harry Potter. <laughs> but if this person also means a lot to you, then they should understand that, you know, ha- you love Harry Potter. Yeah, but clearly they don't because they suck. <laughs> yeah, I'll drop Harry Potter. I'll drop or the Phoenix on your face. And just come to the Fantastic Geeks Facebook group and, like, yeah, talk to everyone there. And they'll be like, don't worry, you'll find someone. And, mm-hmm. like, you'll get a lot of support there. Yeah, definitely. Next riddle comes from Olivia, who says... Dear Brizantessa, my name is Olivia, and I am a Ravenclaw, more of a Slitherclaw, if I'm being (gasps) honest. And I have a Ravenclaw riddle for you guys. Answer the following question from the perspective of all Hogwarts houses and or Ilvermorny houses. That might be a bit much, but at least Hogwarts houses. Let's do Hogwarts. (laughs) You are throwing a ball around outside with some friends, you know, (laughs) as you do. (laughs) But the ball accidentally gets stuck on the roof because you threw it (laughs) too hard. Everyone needs to be home in 10 minutes. And you are volunteered by your friends as the one to retrieve the ball. How do you get it down? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) First of all, I could never throw a ball, like, onto a roof. (laughs) I don't think I would ever even have this issue. But let's pretend that I got startled and somehow or someone else threw it too hard okay and they're like tessa you need to get okay, it okay this is more realistic see this would happen <laughs> someone threw it and they're like okay tessa you got gotta get it so okay 
all different houses. Mm-hmm. How would how would they react? Okay, who's going on the roof? It's the Gryffindor, right? <laughs> yeah, it's totally the Gryffindors climbing that's up there. Climbing up on the roof. They're like, well, climb, climb, climb. And you're like, no, that's dangerous. <laughs> and they're like, it's fine. They like jump into the pool from the roof. Oh, oh my gosh, they would. They got it. <gasps> easy they would. peasy. Yeah. yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> okay, so that's the Gryffindor is the one going on the roof. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Ravenclaw would just leave it. <laughs> Like, if that was me in the situation, I'd be like, that's fine. I would just Accio. Oh, do we have magic? I don't know, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I mean, I'm, if we had glow, magic. I'm going to try the easiest thing. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm guessing that this is outside of school and we're not allowed to use magic. So, okay, fine, whatever. If that were the case, I, I think Ravenclaw would, like, uh, probably go because, like, I'm not going to be late. I'm very punctual. Like, we can come back and get the ball later. Be home in ten minutes. Um, but if I if we had to get it, I would like get a big stick or something. Like hmm. I would use a tool. For use sure a tool to, like, to get it down. Push it off. Uh huh. I see that. Okay. What about the Hufflepuff? Hufflepuffs. I feel like they would pray. <laughs> I feel like a Hufflepuff would ask for help. Yeah. They would like knock on the door of whoever's house like, it was. Teamwork, like, human ladder. Yeah. <laughs> human ladder. Give me a boost. Give me a boost up. Or the Hufflepuff. They like boosts the Gryffindor. Yeah, up. exactly. Yeah. Like, Here you go. Go get it. <laughs> and the Ravenclaw would be like, guys, come on. We need to go. Yeah. And then the Slytherin would throw another bomb. <laughs> Slytherin would like throw a dart at the ball, pop it, and be like, no more ball. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my God. Slytherin would go buy a new ball. <laughs> they would. They're like, guys, let's, let's just get another ball. <laughs> oh my gosh. This also makes me want like such a balanced friend group like this. <laughs> like, amazing. I just love it. Thank you, Olivia. Next is from Militza, and she says, Hey, my name is Militza, and I love your podcast. I'm a Hufflepuff, and my second house is Ravenclaw. So my question is this. You need to go to lunch with one Harry Potter villain, any villain or a bad guy. Who are you choosing? I love you guys. Keep doing what you like. <laughs> oh my Who gosh. are you going to want to go to lunch with? Ah. <sighs> Like, I like the idea of Bellatrix because, like, she's my fave. Uh-huh. But I think I'm least likely to die with Umbridge. <laughs> uh, I didn't even think of death possibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Umbridge will be like, have some tea, pet my yeah, cats. Like, I might end up, like, drinking some truth serum or something, but <laughs> I'm not going to, like, die or like, probably be tortured. I thought, I was thinking, could I have lunch with like Chamber of Secrets, like Tom Riddle? Oh my god, you would find that loophole. Uh, I have to have lunch with all versions of Tom of uh, Voldemort. That's so, a long lunch. <laughs> so if I get Chamber of Secrets, I also have to like feed like broth to <laughs> <laughs> fetus Voldemort. To Voldemort and his fetus. <laughs> Wait, what does he? Oh, he eats unicorn blood, doesn't he? That's difficult. Wait, this is turning into too. <laughs> this is turning into too much of a quest. Oh my! I thought God. I could just feed him some broth and he, 
and he'd be fine, but this is turning into something <laughs> a lot d- darker. <laughs> I, I don't want to kill any unicorns. Oh, is Gilderoy a bad guy? Can I have lunch with Gilderoy? I mean, I think he's a bad guy, yeah. Yes, I would love to have lunch with Gilderoy. Yeah, <laughs> probably me too if, if I had... The option of, if he counts, I would probably choose him. He would just, like, go on. It'd be like just having lunch with someone in L.A. Yeah, just, and you could at least tell someone, like, if they're a big fan, you're like, oh, yeah, I had lunch with him once. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> That's he was obnoxious. <laughs> Next question comes from Emma, who says, Hi, oh, my God, I can't believe that I'm emailing you guys. I saw Brizzy first, and then because of Brizzy, I got into you, Tessa. Yay! I love you both and have made me interested in watching Doctor Who. Ooh. My favorite killer tofu, my <laughs> Ravenclaw riddle, is what do you say when people say Ravenclaw is just a bunch of stuck-up smart people? I tell them we are quirky, too, but they don't believe me. What can I do? Thanks so much. Also, as a bonus, what's your favorite color in animal? Tessa, <laughs> other than sloth. <laughs> Other than sloth. Uh, okay, well, I guess we can start with the color in animal. So oh, yeah. My favorite color is blue. My favorite color is blue. Blue's a great color. Blue's a great And not just because nice of color. Ravenclaw, but also yeah. <laughs> because of just, I like Doctor Who is blue and other great things are blue. Isn't your favorite like, like cobalt? Yeah, like, yeah. uh huh. I don't like navy. Not a navy blue fan. I used to not be a navy person, and now I'm like, oh, <gasps> it's like classy. <laughs> You've moved into navy. I a, don't a know. Li- a little bit brighter than navy, but yeah, yeah. Ooh, oh my gosh, can I ever get there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day. I'm like, yes, navy has like library aesthetic it vibes. Does. You know? so oh, it's I'm like, into it does. Oh, it's like, oh, it's good, like aesthetic wise, yes, for sure. Yes. Um, an animal other than sloth, I just love all the cats, all form yeah, of cats. I think I'm just all form of dog. Yeah, we're we're just basic. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. like cats and dogs. I also love bats. Like I think Ooh. bats are so cute and so cool. They are cool. Like what a weird creature. The, yeah. Okay, so let's get back to the main question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say when people say Ravenclaw is just a bunch of stuck up smart people? We're we are smart, but we're not stuck up about it. We're not. I some like, are. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I guess some are, but not all. Uh huh. Ravenclaws. Hashtag. Hashtag. No Ravenclaws. Um. But this is an interesting question because I actually get asked this a lot. Like, I thought Ravenclaw was just book smart. Like, how does Luna fit into Ravenclaw, or how do you see like? yourself in Ravenclaw because I do see myself as more of like a quirky-esque Ravenclaw and how I like see it and view it is you know how their like intelligence it comes from both sides of your brain and so Ravenclaw all the people in Ravenclaw represent both sides of your brain you know right brain is the creative side of your brain and then your left brain which is like the analytical side of your brain so Ravenclaw is just brain it's all brain like if you are you know whichever side it is whichever side but you could there could be people that are like so right brain focused yeah but they're still like geniuses Luna yeah yeah in their own way so the left brain is analytical thought logic 
reasoning, science and math, like written numbered skills. Your right brain is like art awareness, creativity, imagination, insight, music awareness. Those are Ravenclaws. That's like yeah. all the Ravenclaws is yeah. in that sort of brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like that's kind of where you could see both, where it's not just like book smart, bookworms. That yeah. Kind of. So maybe that's the argument. Is I that think it is. Ravenclaws aren't just left brain. You can be like Ravenclaws in general are just all about the brain. Yeah. And there's left brained and right brained Ravenclaws. Exactly. It's funny because a lot of Gryffindors ask me that question. Uh huh. Yeah. I feel like a lot of Gryffindors don't get Ravenclaw. Yeah. They're like, wait, so you all read all the time? I'm like, yeah. I mean, yeah. no. <laughs> I was like, there's more to it than that. It's kind of like your whole brain, like both sides. You could be like smart in different ways. Yeah. So. That's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. But also, I I just wouldn't worry too much about these kinds of people. True. Very true. If if they're going to not believe you no matter what you say, then they're not going to believe you. And Mm. eventually maybe they'll figure it out on their own or maybe they don't. Just, Just try to like lead by example and be like, no, I'm a Ravenclaw. And just like, don't be stuck up, and eventually they'll be like, no, oh, mm. she's not stuck up. Bro. I mean, all you really have to do to, like, stick it to them is, to, like, show them Luna and be like, this is a canon Ravenclaw, and she's yeah. anything but a stuck-up smart person. True. Gotta love Luna. <laughs> I love her. She's the best. Okay, next uh, comes from Maya, and she says, Dear Tessa and Brizzy, I am a huge fan of you guys, your YouTube channel, your podcast, and all things Harry Potter. I am a Gryffindor with a secondary house of Ravenclaw. I would consider it an honor to be able to have my Ravenclaw riddle be on your show. Here it goes. If you drank Amotentia, what would it smell like? Love you guys so much. Hmm. Fresh parchment and spearmint and freshly mown grass. Um, no, I don't know. Some something carby. Oh, like I don't know, like, like pizza. Bre- no, like bread, sweet carby. Oh. Like like bread or brownies, mm. maybe chocolate, something like mm-hmm. that. Something like. Something like Jacob's Bakery or something, uh-huh. I think. Uh-huh. I think chocolate would be in mine, too. I think mine mine would smell like, uh, like, like books and honey <laughs> <laughs> and like chocolate and maybe like no, little, no fire. I was just going to say smokiness <laughs> with like a hint of smoke in the air. But not like on fire. I'm not putting, <laughs> not burning the books. But I'm thinking of like, ooh, I'd be like sitting in Scotland, like next to a fire with like, you know, reading a book, having like a little piece of chocolate and some like tea with honey. And oh, it's like, <laughs> it sounds like a dream. So I'm like, well, how does that, how can I smell right. that? How can I smell that feeling? Mm, but yeah. so I think that, I think like a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of smoke, a little bit of like book smell. Ugh, I love I, I just love the smell of books. I've always, I like always just <laughs> sniff my books. No, I feel like a lot of people say that. I know it sounds weird, but I feel like a lot of people right? say that. There's nothing like the smell of a good book, guys. <laughs> it's delicious. I mean, don't eat your books, guys. Yeah, don't, don't eat your books. Books are for reading. Feel free to sniff them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. 
next question comes from Zach. Zach, hi. Um, this says, hi, Anna and Tessa, your friendly community Gryffindor Zach here. Okay, Spider-Man. I know. Uh, first off, let me say that I love hearing your discussions every week on a variety of nerdy properties. That's accurate. Nerdy properties. And expressing how much you love each one to the world. Your cleverness and banter never cease to put a smile on my face. Gotta love the banter. Yeah, I know. Banta. Banta. Here's the... Sounds like Santa. Here's the <laughs> riddle. If you were transported back in time to when Joe was writing the Philosopher's Stone and had to write something that would affect the overall portrayal of a character, <sighs> what attribute would you give them knowing the impact they have on present day audiences Ooh. and what their character has taught us? I can't wait to hear how you analyze this one. Hoping you are well. Zach of the House Attack. Uh, okay, this so this one makes me nervous. It's just if we could change something about someone's personality, yeah. right? Okay, so I know mine. Really? Yeah. What? Just Cho. Just a ah. little bit more. Um, a little bit more redemption or cool cool factor for Cho. A little more dimension for her. Uh huh. I would make. The Dursleys not be so mean to Harry. Mm, mm-hmm. Same with like Snape, maybe. Everyone's like too mean to Harry. And it's like, <laughs> like you don't need to be so mean in order for it to still have Some, something a little less further like, from child services. Yeah, level. right. Okay. It's like they yeah. didn't have to go that far to be like, oh, muggles are the worst. Like muggles can still be the worst <laughs> without locking you in a closet or something. You know what I yeah, mean? So. Yeah. I agree with Cho too, though. I I was upset with how she kind of went. I feel like we could have gotten more cool other side of Ravenclaw from her. Yeah, exactly. We but we didn't. We yeah. just got like she was cold. She was like she was sad she about was, yeah Cedric, and that was kind of it. Right. She helped it at the end, but like right. we didn't get much specifics from her. Right. No, I agree. She could have been the other side of Ravenclaw that we could have seen. Yeah. And that would have been amazing. Ugh, can you imagine if Harry actually dated like a Ravenclaw that would like put him on the right track? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's Hermione, but like yeah, someone yeah. else that's like, just listen to Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like that would have been a little better. But that's a really good, that's a really good riddle, Zach. That was that was a hard one. How to think about that. <laughs> Okay, next from Lindsay. Dear Brizzy and Tessa, I just wanted to start off by saying I absolutely love y'all. Y'all have helped me to continue to be a Potterhead and show my pride for all my other fandoms too. I'm a very proud Hufflepuff and now my question. I know you've said before how to deal with your friends not liking Harry Potter or any other fandom. Just show off your pride and if they don't like you for you, that's their problem. (laughs) But my question is slightly different. What do you do when your family slash parents don't like Harry Potter and get annoyed and fuss whenever you talk about it? This has caused me to doubt myself and doubt what I should and shouldn't like and has caused me to feel completely out of place in the world. Any advice? You two have been one of the main reasons that I don't doubt myself as much, so thank you. Much love from a die-hard Potterhead. Oh, this is totally your question. This right? is my question because my family, well, no, I wouldn't say they hate Harry Potter. But they give you crap for they it. They give me crap for it <laughs> all of the time, all the time, especially like my mom and dad because they just 
don't know. My sister read up to the fourth book and has watched all the movies, so she appreciates it and is there for me. But my parents, no, 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 no. <laughs> They've never read it. They, my mom lied to me and said that she read the first book and then didn't. First of all, they know. Like, if I talk, start talking about Harry Potter, they're like, Tessa, again with the Harry Potter. And I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. I'm sure that, Lindsay, you're just, like, talking about it and you don't even realize that you're talking about it because it's just, like, so ingrained in your brain. And so have some sort of word between you guys or have some sort of... <laughs> seriously, like, code words really help. What if you, like, tell them, like... Hey, if you ever want me to show up about Harry Potter, just say finite incantatum. Yeah. And then, like, you'll be happy because, like, they said a Harry Potter spell and, like, it means a thing. And you'll be like, okay, I'll stop. No, but that's, per- that's like, exactly what I mean. I think the main thing is, like, find something else to, like, bond with your family yeah. over. Whether it's, like, Disney or animals or, like, oh, for superheroes. Sure. What- whatever you do have in common. And then, like... Make a fuss about Harry Potter with your friends who love yeah, Harry Potter. Like, exactly. You don't need to uh, blab about Harry Potter with every single person in your life. So do the finite incantatum. Do like the code <laughs> word. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Or some sort of like your favorite Harry Potter spell or your favorite some sort of thing that they can say. And then you're like, okay, got it. I'll talk. Stupefy might be easier for them Ooh, to remember. Yeah, stupefy. That's a good one. But they'll be like, stupid fi. And you're like, yeah. Mom. <laughs> Not true. True. (laughs) Next question comes from Abigail. First of all, love you guys. And for my question, what would you do if you were headmaster or headmistress? I would try to be patient, but I am no Hufflepuff. (laughs) I would also make sure that I can see and know what is going on in the houses, but not the sleeping quarters because that's just gross. (laughs) Again, love you guys. (laughs) What? I haven't read this question before. <laughs> Tessa, what? <laughs> what would we do if we were headmistress? I would uh, talk a lot to the heads of houses and, like, keep things on on path and, like, all organized through them and, like, work a lot. Do through. you think you'd be a good headmistress? I guess. That's not the sort of thing I'm interested in. Mm. But, like, I can be organized, sure. Mm. See, I feel... Like, I would be, like, Dumbledore, but worse. Oh, no. (laughs) I feel like I'd be even more zany and ridiculous than Dumbledore was. Like, I... Because I just give people whatever they want. (laughs) Like, I'm going to be a bad parent because I'm just going to be like, oh, sure. Here you go. Like, I'm going to give Ravenclaw all the points. I'm going to do the same thing. Like, I'll be like... Yeah, Tessa. I would not be a good headmistress, but I would have fun, and I would be like, "This is fun." The Ravenclaws would be like, "This is fun." Well, you know what? They deserve some love because <laughs> Dumbledore's been around giving Gryffindor love for for a long time. So it's Ravenclaw's turn to have someone giving them points. Yeah, because in every single place that I've been, Ravenclaw's in the last place. I know. Freaking it's in the Universal parks. Studios. It's Get it together. Everywhere. So in my headcanon headmistress world, I would give them all the points. <laughs> Ravenclaw gets all the points because they should win once. Okay, I I'm, support. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't, also, I do like fun activities like <laughs> like Spirit Week. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit Week, but it's like ghosts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I don't know. Do fun like everyone dressed in their pajamas today. 
next question we have is from Carson. Uh, and says, hi, love the podcast. So growing up, I always identified as a Ravenclaw. And so when Pottermore came out and I was sorted into Gryffindor, I felt really out of place. I never felt especially brave and didn't feel like I belonged in Gryffindor. Then I got diagnosed with cancer and suddenly I found myself thrust into a situation where I had no choice but to be brave. I got through it. I've been in remission almost three years now. Got married, bought a house, and had a baby. Oh my god. I know. And Harry Potter gave me the strength to do it. I marathoned the movies over and over again while I was stuck on my couch recovering from chemo. I couldn't read because my head was too fuzzy from all the medications and I finally started to feel at home in Gryffindor. The hat knew who I really was before I ever did and considering that attitude plays such a large role in the outcome of treatment. I think that Harry Potter really helped save my life and by association gave my son life. This is like the best thing. I'm like crying. Okay. Uh, Sorry, this is so crazy long and personal. I'm getting in all my feelings over here. So my Ravenclaw riddle is... Was there ever a time either of you didn't feel totally aligned with your house? And if so, what changed that for you? Oh, my goodness. What an incredible story. That is insane and wonderful. And I'm so happy that Harry Potter could just get you through something like that. And it was there for you, just like Harry Potter has been there for so many of us in our lives for different reasons. And I don't know, stories like this just remind me of how incredible, like, Harry Potter is it's yeah oh my gosh we are so blessed to have it in our lives (laughs) um so did you ever not feel aligned with I feel like you always kind of felt aligned not that I know of was there points that you didn't feel as connected with it ever and then you were like oh just kidding of course I'm a Ravenclaw no no you were just (laughs) always always Ravenclaw full-on 100% I mean, that's an to incredible. To my memory, yeah. <laughs> that's, like, amazing because I feel connected to different houses all the time. Right. Um, for me, I thought I was in Gryffindor for the longest time, and I – When I took Pottermore, it was kind of similar, and I got, I was kind of the opposite of you. I was Gryffindor, and then I kept getting Ravenclaw, and I was like, this can't be right. (laughs) So then I kept taking it again and again, and I kept getting Ravenclaw, and I was like, how can I be in Ravenclaw? I'm a Gryffindor. I know I'm a Gryffindor. Um, But I've noticed that uh, the longer, or the older that I get, the more Ravenclaw that I am. It's the same as when when I was younger, I didn't identify as being a Virgo either. I was like, how am I a Virgo? Like, I, I am not, like, this is not me. And then, so then when I got Ravenclaw, I was like, Ravenclaw, Virgo? Like, who is this person? Because this is not me. And, and God was like, it's your future. It, but it is. It's <laughs> one of those destiny. things that, like, I grew into my Ravenclaw so much and it makes so much sense and then once I fully embrace that holy crap I've been so happier so much happier I feel like this Gryffindor that I wanted to be I was kind of putting on I was like putting on a Gryffindor that I wanted to but then when I like fully embraced the Ravenclaw that I actually was it's kind of like embracing like the person that you are on the inside and being happy and celebrating like yourself oh my gosh, it changed like my whole life. And so I feel like being a Ravenclaw has helped me kind of embrace the creative side of my brain, the creative parts of my life that I love so much. 
that's why I love sorting. I think it's so fascinating and fascinating to think that like people are like, oh, they sort too young. And it's like, no, they don't because they mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Like you think that it's wrong, but it's not because the hat knows. It's like, no, listen to that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just so fascinated. It's so cool. Okay. But thank you so much for that question, Carson. That yes. was an amazing story and so inspiring. Now, let's read a comment from Apple Podcasts on iTunes. If you haven't done this yet, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review and comment saying whatever you want about yourself, your favorite fandom, your Hogwarts house, whatever. It's it's cool. It's, it's here for you. Yeah. And every week, we're going to read one on the podcast and give someone a shout out. Yes, this one comes from Gigi the Hufflepuff. <laughs> The best podcast ever. (laughs) Dear Brizzy and Tessa, hi. Hi. I am 12 years old and I love your podcast. I am a proud Hufflepuff and a twin of a Ravenclaw. (gasps) What? My favorite fandoms in order of how much I love them best to least (laughs) are one, Harry Potter Wizarding World. Mm. Two, Marvel. Mm. Three, Star Wars. Four, Gravity Falls. Please do a Gravity Falls episode. (laughs) I love you guys and listen to you all the time, whether I'm in the car, on a plane, or even drawing all of my Harry Potter original characters. Ah! I've downloaded every single episode on Spotify. I'm even listening to you guys right now. Ah. You're probably not going to read this wrong. But if I do, by chance, hear you speak these words out loud on the <gasps> podcast, I will be shrieking. You are the shrieking shock. <laughs> Just recently, I went to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in Orlando. Ugh. At Orlando Resort. And I went to the place where you can meet the Hogwarts Express conductor. And remembering Tessa's video where she was talking to the conductor, I was just thinking, Tessa Netting stood in this spot. I love you both so much, and I can't wait for your next episode and both of your next video. GG. P.S. I've said this a few times. Sorry, I'm not trying to be obsessive. I just need it to be perfect. I hope it's not annoying. (laughs) Ha ha. Perfectionist Hufflepuff. I love it. I love I love the joy of being in the wizarding world and being like, oh, I am at a place where this person has stood. I do that all the time. Yo, yeah. I remember going to Disney World shortly after the Jonas Brothers did like the Disney Christmas parade Mm -hmm. and being on Main Street and being like, whoa, they were right here. (laughs) Exactly. I think that so many times. Like, especially living in LA, I'm like, how many people have sat in this chair? <laughs> Marvel, Star Wars, Gravity love, Falls. Love twins in different houses. Whoa, that is. I wonder if so they're identical or fraternal. Cool. That is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it's Padma and Parvati. It really is. Except Gryffindor. And well, yeah. Step, Hufflepuff and Step Gryffindor. Right, but that would be so crazy. I always wanted a twin because of Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. So I was like, can you imagine having a twin and then both of you being in like different houses and be like just like Mary Kate and I, like one personality, <laughs> other personality. Yes. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> That's so cool. I really wonder what the statistics are for like identical twins and houses. <laughs> like, can you imagine if Fred and George were in different houses? Like how mm-hmm. that would make it so different? Yeah. Thank you so much for your comment. Again, guys, make sure to review and comment on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. It helps people find the podcast and we really appreciate everyone who has left a comment so far. And make sure to check out our Fantastic Geeks Facebook group and find us on Twitter at Fantastic Geeks. All of the links are in the description of this podcast episode. Yay! And I think that is it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this riddle-filled episode of Fantastic Geeks and Where to Find Them. 
you are a fantastic geek. Goodbye.